Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn. On this week's episode, Memes and I, Athena, are going to be talking about body image. So, Meme, with the new year started, most people are on their regimen of getting that fine body as part of their new year's resolution. Hopefully, they're still hanging on as we approach February. Um wanted to take the perspective of the body image ups and downs you go through the torn feelings you have about your body as you're pregnant and post-pregnancy so how did you handle it I have to say I embraced it um it was for someone who um, doesn't have a strict workout regimen I love sedentary activities like yoga um I I embrace something that I put out of my mind, any concerns about how I was looking to some degree, because there was a purpose that my body was serving. But also, we're in this age of there's bump shots and documenting as your bump gets larger and how many months. And so that I felt a little bit of the pressure of capturing things because I also like having the memories um, for my daughter to see later and so I I think it was mostly that phase of enjoying it I did feel like I was glowing at my most robust I liked how my belly looked and you know shout out to my friend Karen for the almond oil that she gave me as a gift and my second uh, go-to is BioSilk. It's not a sponsor, but you can't be selfish about these things. You got to share what works. <laughs> and bio, bio oil, not BioSilk, BioSilk is for the hair. Bio oil um, was great on my stomach um, and left me really moisturized. And while you're being stretched to ridiculous proportions, you know, you can do anything. You do anything you can not to feel dry or itchy or just strange as your body morphs um but I did enjoy the stage uh and even at my biggest right before I had her I wasn't I I feel like everyone has different experiences I didn't have too much swelling um I definitely had a baby shower at just the right time because I wouldn't have wanted to and it was a surprise but I was just like hey if you had waited a week longer I would not have had tights on or probably been able to put on this dress um, so I, I enjoyed it and I embraced, um, what that change was. Cause I kind of just set it aside as something my body had to do in a natural way in order for my child to be healthy. So I kind of didn't get caught up in, um, I did worry about what the after was going to be like, but I'd like to hear how you felt through pregnancy before we start discussing the, you know, snapback. <laughs> the snapback yeah all the work <laughs> um so I would say my pregnancies like during pregnancy I was pregnant three times so the first time wasn't much of a change and it was kind of a spoiling 
feeling because I actually appreciated not really showing much. (laughs) So I still wore my regular jeans for a good portion of my pregnancy and then moved to like the maternity pants way later in the process. Um, But not so much for my second pregnancy and then my third one. Oh, gosh, I... I remember walking into meetings and people were like, oh, my gosh, you're huge. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, I know. I don't know what's happening. Um, So I people uh, never quite understand that you just (laughs) never want to hear that. No matter like there has to be a better way. Like, please focus on the glow. Say you look beautiful. Like it like no matter what your approach is, no one wants to be greeted that way. Yeah, you're huge. Um, (laughs) But the part, so I I didn't enjoy it because it felt uncomfortable. Like I felt like I was carrying a whole, I'm petite. So carrying all that weight was so much energy. Like my knees ached, my lower back hurt, and then turning corners. Like I didn't realize, like it took me so long I don't even think I figured it out during pregnancy how big I had gotten because I would still bump into stuff I'm like I thought I gave that enough space like I don't fit through there anymore like passing by in people's chairs or like anything like that I just felt like I was awkward and I didn't know how big or my circumference was becoming um so it was just uncomfortable but yes the that bio oil, thanks mom, um, was key because the itching gets relentless when your stomach is being stretched like that. Um, and it helps make sure you don't get any stretch marks because <laughs> those Definitely aren't pretty. Adding the oil in the shower, keeping yourself hydrate, you know, hydrated, moisturized, all of those things quite important. Yeah. So it was just, um, during pregnancy and it was funny because oftentimes I would get so busy in whatever I was doing that if I were to get up quickly I would sometimes forget that I was pregnant (laughs) I was like oh yeah this belly (laughs) gotta watch out for it um or I would pass like my reflection in a mirror be shocked by like what I saw I'm like is get that full length mirror and turn it around. (laughs) Like, I don't want to see that. I keep surprising myself. I'm like, who's that big person following me? Uh, It's me. (laughs) So um, just the drastic change and, and like for my going from my first pregnancy to my second, like I didn't think it would be that big of jumps of how my body changed, but like the first pregnancy was barely anything. And then the second pregnancy, it's like, all belly, and then the third is all hips. <laughs> like that, you know, hard to get back to what you were before. And I, I think it's that piece of it that I never kind of, you know, I'm not, I'm not someone who enjoys working out. I don't really have a regimen, so feeling like my entire, my whole constitution changed. Um, how I put on weight everything I think it's everything from my digestive system like everything how I respond to things I eat how the hormones affect after and I did get the wise advice of being careful after breastfeeding but it's just really difficult when you're you're just like just I'm just gonna eat (laughs) I'm just gonna eat whatever (laughs) I can eat right now it's still hot um and because I kind of breastfed for a bit and I went to six seven months it's kind of 
you just have had such a radical change that you didn't have to think about like because of the breastfeeding I was keeping pounds off it wasn't something I was doing extra and that's kind of how I feel about my health regimen is that it's an extra thing that doesn't come naturally from the preparing my food to making an activity a regular thing has never been something that like I don't feel whole without it so having to do so much more to be more healthy and balanced and get to a place you know I'm not at a weight I would want I'm not as energetic as at times as I would want to be with my kid or just be in general. I work in a building with five floors and today I was dreading the magnet sign on the elevator that was like out of order. I'm like, where did these signs come from? They look kind of permanent. I don't think this is going to work out. Like, do you guys want to see me here tomorrow? Um, Because like I'm on the fourth floor. My office is on the fourth floor and I'm not doing laps back and forth throughout my day <laughs> to make anything happen so <laughs> figure it out don't worry guys the elevator was working again by two o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> no they'll, sweat policy they'll, they'll see me tomorrow memes has a no sweat policy <laughs> it, and it's and then all the it all, like between the meal prep and not being sedentary and like consciously trying to get you know, you say things, go for a walk, you get the kids fresh air, like change of pace, and then they come down and they take a nap. So I'm trying, you know, I, I'm very conscious of it for my daughter to have a healthy balance and I want her to get activity, but it was never something that kind of stuck for me. And so maybe along the process with her, I can find different ways for that to work into life. But it, the, the change of pace that I need to do and how much work it seems to be to get a shift in my body, it's really hard. Um, and then I'm currently 41 and I want, I don't know, I want to be fabulous in my forties. I want, you know, I'm not going to be JLo at 50, but like, I can, (laughs) I can like have a fabulous look for my 50th birthday or whatever. Like, those are the things I think about. And so at this point of the year, it's like bathing suit time in New York is six months away and this time of year gets difficult for me because it's a countdown. And then it's like, what's the thing? Is it the no sugar, no soda? Is it being more active, getting steps in? Is it drinking more water? And I would just like it at this point in my life to already be established. And I know it has to start at some point. Um, but a lot of my body images that I didn't, issues with it is that I didn't have to work for it when I was younger. I was very thin, gained weight in college, but was still like where I went from being like a rail, I went to having some shape and then, you know, I would go up and down, but I didn't have to work at it. So the idea that it's just another thing to do definitely is a bummer for me because I'm like, okay, motherhood already gave me an agenda of things to do. Why would I have to add on another thing? I'm like, I'm so busy. Why can't the pounds just shed with running people around, carrying a bunch of things like I'm a mule um, having to get up and do things for my kid you know I have a princess who like li- still lifts her legs to put on her pj when I'm like holding the pants out to her so she can dress herself like I'm always doing things like why can't the blessing be that the biological the way it works biologically is like you get all these hormones you give birth to a person and then your body <laughs> takes care of you and just snaps back like 
let's make this happen like spandex (laughs) yeah like you're busy you're you're creating another you know you're taking care of developing another person let's take care of this for you yeah just just putting it out there that would be a wonderful way for it to work yeah so like for me you know me memes i love or i used to love working out because that that's another thing that changed for me after my third pregnancy and i guess it's kind of along that same lines like i never really had to truly work for it because <laughs> i was a rail and then i enjoyed working out and the burn but the burn wasn't so that i can shred pounds it was just to tone but now that i have to shred pounds and tone i'm like no i don't have time for that and running after four kids like who has energy for that um you would think that that would make you thinner and kind of the same thing like the nursing the nursing was always i always felt torn nursing because i knew i had to eat a lot of calories to produce enough milk for somebody to actually have a decent meal but I didn't want to eat a lot of calories because I want I was trying so hard to burn fat and like get back to my petite frame. But that petite frame couldn't produce <laughs> the milk, you know, that I needed to feed my infant. So it was constant like, do I feed my infant or do I go back to feeling comfortable in my clothes and like not having to buy a new wardrobe? Um, well, honestly... Because of the way the pounds shed, I would I would have been perfectly happy. Continue if I didn't have to go back to work, I probably would have. I would still be breastfeeding her as my method of maintaining my body image. It would have been perfectly no, fine. <laughs> well, well, not at this point in time. <laughs> I, I would have to report you if she was still if she was still nursing at this point in time. Please. I know. I there's some sitcom I watched that. It was questionable, but they were still doing it. But she worked, and I was like, how do you juggle all of that? But <laughs> That's just seemed... no. But the other part I'm realizing now <laughs> as we're thinking back, half of the time I was breastfeeding, I was also being helped with my family. My mom was preparing things for me for three months of the six months, which was also, this is what I'm saying. The whole wrench in my plan is that, I have to do the prepping and I have to do the exercising and like, it's just, and you just added a whole other person's life and sustenance to me. It's, it's just too much. It's too much. Yeah, I, I agree. It is too much. And so like during my pregnancy is I actually kept running, but (laughs) the third pregnancy was the hardest one to run because running just made me feel like a bear. Like I just wanted to hibernate all the time. <laughs> like this run is not giving me my second wind. But um, and I would have thought like my two previous pregnancies that it would have helped sh- shred the pounds faster after giving birth. But definitely not. Like it's taking forever. I'm still not at the weight that I would desire to be or the body image that I would desire to be. But it's that constant juggle. And I think it's hard as a mom to focus so much. Like you're either, like I tell people off the time, in order for me to truly get back to the body image that I desire, 
I would have to trade sleep. And I don't think it's worth it at this point. Well, that's the whole thing. Everything, everything on the mom's agenda is get up an hour earlier so you have some quiet and can wash, shower and wash your hair. Get up an hour earlier <laughs> when no one's up so you can journal. Get up an hour earlier so you can start your own business and get to stay at home. Like None of these seem like realistic ways of making yourself happier for the rest of this day that you started at 4.30 in the dark. <laughs> to spend time alone in a room of one's own or in a closet of one's own to create this life that can have it all super mom, you know, like, yeah. For then by 8am, the first person speaks to you and then just throws off your mojo for the entire day. It's like, like, oh, or you're asleep in a pile of laundry or you're, you stood too still in the elevator at work and didn't get off. Like whatever. It just doesn't, it just does not I don't know I would love to get other perspectives of well my my final thing about body image also is I am I don't regret it resent it I, I honestly you know liked my boobs before but I'm okay with the fact that because I breastfed they are droopier than they were before (laughs) you can you know we have tons of things that can adjust that in your clothing or whatever and we already know that post baby there's always like with the partner there's always a time of adjustment and there's a dry spend like you're covered in puke or not sleeping not washing your hair or up so many times that you're not even thinking about that part of your life and then you got to go fix that part of your relationship and your your situation (laughs) you know because you had so much spare time get it together let's figure out communication (laughs) with another human in our life and liking each other after all the work we have to do and to have it all right (laughs) yeah you know like with all of that I just get very curious of different people's perspective of how to keep I always recommend a haircut I love chopping off some inches of my hair or getting a different style we're trying something different, you know, in the sense of product, you know, I'm natural and have curly hair. So trying a different place, that's that always makes me feel jazzy and like refreshed. Um, and so I think it's like, I love massages. I love getting my mammy petties. Like, I think you have to find your things that make you enjoy your body because it's about its function. Like I think being a mom, definitely when you have those moments, like a few days before having my daughter, there were all these things about the amount of liquid in my amniotic sac and all these things that made you really nervous so that I would hope that you could focus most of the time on my body is functioning to do this enormous thing that jeopardizes everything for myself, for my baby. But it's this means of bringing another life into the world. And so that we could value ourselves from that perspective, because getting that done just sometimes becomes so much more complicated. Um, But then also finding a way that you can just enjoy yourself. And because you have so much going on, the way that we constantly are giving each other as moms tips of like how to cut down on things or how can you prep or what's the system you can have to make it happen. Just the little things that make you feel like, that hot bath that makes you feel good or sexy or rested or just clean um, that helps you get through and 
smile at the next silly thing or dirty thing that you have to deal with <laughs> with your kid or <laughs> you know that extra you, that thing you remember in the middle of the night that you didn't pack or prep or whatever um whatever you have to do to make yourself feel the oomph to get through everything going on yeah I, I totally agree with that and I would say the the thing that I often look in the mirror and I tell myself is like wow you created three lives <laughs> so it's okay <laughs> for you to look this way because you created three awesome individuals um yeah I still so haven't showing found... some grace right like showing yourself some grace and I still haven't found the t-shirt with a, the super with the mom superwoman that resembles me like I need a curly haired version of it so plug to anyone in graphic design um but the super mom the the superhero shirt the wonder woman shirt that's like I make people that's yes. the one I want with the curly hair you know the one with the curls all fluffy and off my head after five days of not washing my hair or something like that I want that version. all picked out yeah. kid on my Kid on my hip, uh, Wonder Woman outfit that I still want to wear, just like I did when I was seven. And, you know, I make people. <laughs> I make people. This body makes I... people, no matter what it looks like now or what it looked like before. <laughs> it makes people. Yeah. So, Torn Tribe, please share with us some of your torn moments with your body image and how you went about handling that and reconciling that and coming to showing yourself grace and accepting um, the post-pregnancy blessings. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. And so for our favorite part of the show, the mend. What's mending you this week, meme? So I think full unfettered uh, emotion. I've kind of I cried a few times. I've just let myself be silent and like in my mood. Um, just feeling whatever I'm feeling is kind of the place that's keeping me sane this week. Uh, there's just a lot going on home family milestones with uh, lots of work events and when you are the example to young people of how to get things done you don't want to look like you're pulling your hair out and running around like a chicken without a head and that's kind of what I'm working on it's just like it's a lot but if I use the checklist today and then maybe tomorrow it's just saying these are the three important things that have to happen today and the next day it's I was present enough when I picked up my kid to you know chase her down to get her coat on her to get her out of school because that's a thing now and then I can stay in a good mood and ask her about her day in the car and I could not be annoyed by the ridiculous other drivers on the road and then that's success for that day you know so I've been letting myself just feel what I'm feeling except how many things are on the to-do list I, I, I'm, I'm a deadline dreader but 
I think I've been getting better with like doing things so way in ahead, in advance that I'm just kind of organizing things as the deadline approaches and it's not that I have to produce hard products or, or lengthy products. Um, it's just more keeping my ducks in a row so that I can like get to that deadline gracefully and complete everything. Um, so that's that's what's mending me, just feeling it. Yeah, being present with your emotions. Mm-hmm. So mine was pretty similar this week with connecting with emotions and um, just feeling your feelings and uh, sitting in them for a while. And I've been spending, like my mend has been spending time just reflecting on our abuela um, that recently passed and just remembering different aspects of her life, um, whether that was like her childhood stories that she used to tell us or the stories about raising her kids, um, remembering certain games that she used to play with my boys. And one of the phrases that I noticed my youngest, um, Philip, has been saying as he runs up the steps, which makes me think of her, is that he'll get to the top and he's like, I'm a winner. (laughs) I'm a winner. (laughs) And it's something that she used to say to them every time she would feed them and they would actually finish eating the entire bowl or whatever it was that she made for them. And she would say, I'm a winner. I'm a winner and lift their little arm and have them celebrate being a winner. And so um, it's, it, I know over the past couple months, it's been hard to reflect on her because I don't want to feel sad or down, but the past couple weeks and especially this month being the first month of the year, I've been actually embracing those feelings and kind of doing the same thing, sitting with them long enough past the crying or past the laughing to really connect, um, with what she meant to me. So that's been my mend for the week. Yeah, my my time with my counselor last week started with kind of inspired by this notion of like how how I perceive her like last memories of me were. Um And I think that's kind of what has opened the floodgates and it's kind of hard at times to share because I also don't want to be overwhelmed with an emotion or feel sad because that's not how I remember her and not what's in my heart. But it's definitely an admiration of when I find myself the most overwhelmed and trying to juggle it it's definitely an admiration of what what joy she took on all those responsibilities. And I think part of why I ask how she saw me is because I feel so differently about obligations. And, and her example was that there was just so much joy in raising her children with the good, the bad, the ugly, with the different phases. And so sometimes I think I judge myself from that you know, in comparison, but really, I just really appreciate the example that she was of motherhood and 
feeling it all and accepting the feeling because she did it so gracefully without complaint, even if she had the same spectrum of emotion that I express. She um, didn't let it fall on you or, or make you feel a burden of how she felt. And I, I try to stay really conscious of that with my daughter, children in general, because it's so easy for children to pick up your vibe. Yeah. And I think our abuela was really good at keeping her stuff her own and doing what she had to do while she was raising her family and doing what she did as an abuela. And when she, like my biggest reflection last week was, was that when she was done raising her nine children and they had their own lives, she took so much time to just grow. And I admire it so much that there wasn't a, a regret and there wasn't a stagnation it was now this is time for me and for any, I, I feel like to some extent it was for any of those late nights that there was a sick child or a thing I had to do or what I had to make or when I made holiday meals for all 40, 50, 60 <laughs> people and it was her joy, but there was no other time for her. And it was always about something shared and it was always about doing for someone else but when she had that respite of time she dedicated herself to growing and seeing more of the world and doing more for others um but while she personally grew herself and I really admire that yep and in 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 true abuela fashion I would say the Torrent tribe takeaway is Go hello, go take it easy. <laughs> she would always so that's her number one catchphrase and best recommendation. So Torn Tribe, um, don't miss the next uh, episode. Make sure to subscribe and we share with our folks how to stay connected. Yes, we are eager to hear from you. Email us at tornmob at gmail.com and connect with us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at tornmob. Thanks so much. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.